Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello everyone, it is Wednesday, which means it is time for another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here, the host of this wonderful show. Uh, Every Wednesday, I get to post an episode where I've had a conversation with a creator like yourself, like myself, uh, and talk with them about their YouTube journey, about their journey to create awesome stuff on the internet, on the platform that we all know and love that is YouTube. Uh, and because of uh, the folks over at TubeBuddy, I am allowed to do this each and every week. They are the uh, primary sponsor of the show and have been now for a couple of years. Um, if you haven't already, check out their free browser plugin. It will be in the links below in the show notes, uh, as well as the mobile app for iOS and Android. Um, there's just so many different tools that TubeBuddy provides. I can't even list them all. Uh, and I've done it in previous episodes. Um, but get in there, tinker around with the free version. And I promise you will be upgrading to the paid version very, very soon, uh, because it is an amazing tool that all creators that I've talked to, um, even ones that don't know that I'm affiliated with TubeBuddy, uh, end up going over and checking it out because they just, again, it's just got a great suite of tools. We're also brought to you by you guys, the patrons. Uh, we got new patrons coming in from Galvin J, Wolvie M, Kimberly P, and John S. All of those guys have pledged the the past week. Uh, and if you do pledge, you get access to a private Discord channel where all previous guests and uh, other patrons who have supported the show uh, help me keep the mics hot here uh, at the YouTube Creators Hub studio. Uh, you guys get to talk YouTube all throughout the day, all throughout the week, and it is absolutely fantastic. And the last thing I want to do is give a shout out to JGG in Atlanta. I left a review over on iTunes, says, I'm an experienced YouTube creator. I always find time to listen to Dusty's latest episodes. I always pick up an idea or learn about new technology that I can apply to my own business. Thank you so much, JG. I really do appreciate that. If you want to get a shout out, go leave us a review, whether it be positive or negative on iTunes. We'd love to get feedback. Find out what we can do to make the show that much better. So, without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's conversation on the YouTube Creator Sub Podcast. I am so excited today to be joined by Marco. Marco and his partner, Mike, started his YouTube channel in early 2017 with the goal of getting more people into golf by making it fun, upbeat, and entertaining to watch. Both Mike and Marco are small business owners based out of San Diego, and he was just telling me about the weather there, and I'm so jealous. They have known each other for over 12 years. Being passionate golfers, they wanted to share their love for the game, which spawned the Golfholics YouTube channel. They focus on a golf niche called Course Vlogs, where they go play a round of golf and film every single shot. They often feature guests to join them on the course and have even played with fans of their channel. Golf to them is about having fun and making memories on the course. Marco, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Dustin. How's your day going? It's going wonderful, other than the fact that I kind of wish I was in San Diego right now with you just chilling, (laughs) enjoying that 62-degree weather out there. Um, Let's talk about just uh, yourself a little bit and the Golfholics YouTube channel. Talk about kind of how the the start of the channel happened. Like you 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 touched on it there in the opening, but the Golfholics channel was started in you know last year, 2017. Talk about kind of the story that led to you guys starting the channel. Yeah. So, I mean, going even back before the channel started, Mike and I have been playing golf since, you know, over 12 years. And it's been 
it's been the kind of game that has given me a lot. It's created friendships, business partnerships, and has really been a, a big part of my life. Um, in addition to just being something that you can go out there and have fun doing. And I, I actually met Mike through online. I was, uh, it sounds kind of funny, but I was providing a search engine optimization services and Mike owns a limo company here in San Diego. And he was looking for someone to help him um, get ranked. And he ended up finding my website and we ended up working together. And then it, you know, over, over the span of that relationship over six months to a year, found out that Mike was into golf and we went out and started playing and Mike was on a whole different level of golf. I mean, he's been a scratch player probably since high school and he's, he's always played on a very high level, but I was always kind of one of those guys that, you know, shoot in the eighties, nineties. It was just, it wasn't, I was not nearly on his level. Um, and over that last 10, 12 years, he's really taken me under his wings and, and helped coach me up and, get my game pretty close to where his game is at. Um, and over the last two or three years, I, you know, just kind of started talking to him about maybe starting a YouTube channel. I was, I've always been into photography and cinematography and have had a passion for it. I just didn't really see a way of connecting that passion to my other passion, which was golf. Hmm. So one, um, we took a trip out to, we were out in Arizona or sorry, we were out in Las Vegas out there for a conference and we had broader clubs and I was going to the conference and so we were just going to go out there and play some golf kind of, you know, when, when there was some free time and I had my camera out there and I was like, Hey, let's just film this course and, you know, just see how it goes. Let's just get some shots out there. It's supposed to be a really pretty course and we'll throw it up on YouTube and, you know, see where it goes. And that's what we did. We filmed, we just went out there, we filmed every shot and we were exhausted at the end of the day. I mean, going out there and, and filming while you're trying to play, it was, it's super tough. Even now after doing this, it's still hard, but you know, we just kind of grinded out and, we had fun. Mike was, he was very hesitant in the beginning to, to film golf because that's golf is like his sanctuary. It's his, it's his happy place. It's where he goes to get away from everything. So having a camera in his face was, <laughs> was less than ideal. So either way, um, we filmed it. It turned out great. The video, we put it up on YouTube and, uh, and that was our first video and we got a ton of engagement on it. I mean, people started commenting They were, you know, they loved the music, they loved the scenery, the way we filmed it. They just thought it was something unique and different and, Really, that's where it started. It was January of 2017, and it was out in Las Vegas where where we filmed our very first course vlog. Um, and from go ahead. So I am not a anywhere near a scratch golfer. As a, as a, as a matter of fact, it's probably embarrassing when I go play. My father-in-law plays a lot of golf uh, in his business. He's retired now. He he played a lot there, and I actually enjoy the game of golf. I love going to play when I can. Um, as you know, it can get very very costly, uh, and it takes up a good sure. amount of time as well. So unless you're doing something kind of like what you are, or if you're really, really good, obviously, uh, you know, I don't really get to go play as much as I want. But what impresses me about when I was looking for people to have on the show about your channel, the, the Golfholics channel, is that you guys have improved so much with your videography and your cine cinematography. And just the most recent video that you've put out, like the opening drone shot is, is amazing. Like you guys have some really good footage of what you're doing. And so you're not just going out there and uh, excuse my pun here, hacking around with a camera. You guys <laughs> are actually going out there and you're filming this and it's, it, it looks like a professionally, you know, produced show of kind of following you guys around the course. I love that. I think you guys have a really cool niche and I, I love that you guys kind of, there's a lot of like golf instructional channels and I've interviewed a couple of them here on the show but what you guys do is kind of like you tell the story of the day and it's kind of like you take people along with you on the journey and that is that is super cool so talk about the 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 process of coming up with the course vlog idea and kind of how those work 
Yeah. So I, and I, first of all, I really appreciate it. I mean, we put a lot of time and effort into making those videos as high quality as we can and bringing people along for the ride and, and really trying to tie the, the emotional part of it um, to the videos. That's where I think some of those dramatic shots really come in. And, you know, we looked at a lot of the videos that other people were producing in the golf niche and course log niche, and it looked kind of one dimensional to us. I mean, they were out there filming it, but it's really, I think it's really hard to achieve it when you're just out there as a single person and you don't have that kind of dynamic, someone, you know, to, to gamble with or to talk a little smack with or to encourage you or to say good shot. So I think that was really one of the, the big things that we discovered was, you know what, having two people out there doing this is really the difference maker. Um, and from there, we just kept iterating on what we were doing. We looked at the comments. I mean, I think that's the beauty of YouTube is you have this massive community of people that will tell you whether they like it or not. And mm -hmm. as long as you're open and willing to listen to some of that feedback and take it as constructive criticism, um, I think there's a great opportunity there to, to, you know, to improve on what you're doing. So that's exactly what we did. We, you know, we started out, we kind of had shaky footage, you know, gimbals, uh, the drone shots were, you know, so, so, um, even something, even simple things like audio. I mean, we didn't, we didn't get the audio stuff nailed down until later, but, just we literally have on our cameras now is we don't have like the big microphone setup. We literally just have a little dead cat that I bought off of Amazon. It's like a sticker dead cat that you just put over the internal mics on the camera or I mean on the, yeah, the microphone and just adding those little things. So, you know, so this, the sound sounds a little bit better. Um, I think all those little things add up and eventually, you know, accumulate something that's, that's, that's really nice to watch and uh, really pleasing and um, people let focus a little bit less on the technicality of the things that you're doing and more on just kind of being there with you and, and taking it all in. So Marco, let me ask you this. Like, are you guys doing this thing full time or do you have side, is this a side hustle or what are your goals as far as like making money? Yeah. So right now it's still a side hustle for both of us. We both own businesses and are, and are running those full time. But we are to a point now where we were able to hire an editor, which is which was huge because I was doing all the editing on the videos mm -hmm. and that was taking, you know, one of those videos could take six to seven hours to edit some at times. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it was taking a lot of time to edit and we were trying to, you know, upload them on a, on a you know, three times a week, which was really tough to do when you're already, you know, working 40 to 60 hours a week. So recently we were got to the to a milestone, which was basically make enough money to pay for an editor. Um, and got him started and that's been huge. Now we're able to spend a little bit more time actually creating the content and we want to make it full time. I mean, that's, that's the goal here. Uh, we want to be able to do this full time and we have some other plans on how to evolve this into, uh, you know, a multidimensional business instead of just mm -hmm. kind of being reliant on YouTube and some merchandise sales. So we have some plans that we're, that we're roadmapping there. So a couple of questions for you then. Um, how, how are you making money right now? Like how are you monetizing the channel to to be able to hire the editor? And then a follow-up, uh, I have a lot of people ask me where where to go to find an editor. Can you talk about that process after you tell us how you're making the money? Sure, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, probably about 60, 65% of our revenue is generated through through AdSense, through YouTube. Sure. Um, one, of the, one of the big things that uh, I didn't know about was that going when you have a video that's over 10 minutes long, you can mm -hmm. go back and you can basically go and insert your own ads kind of yes. or YouTube ads in there. So uh, someone gave us that tip and that was a huge because it basically doubled our revenue. Like overnight, I went back and changed all, you know, just changed all the videos to have maybe one extra ad or two extra ads if they were really long. Um, 
and people didn't mind it at all. They understand that this is just, you know, part of the nature. This is how we make money. And we're very upfront with the fans too. So I think if you are going to go do that, you know, just let people know, Hey, appreciate you guys watching the ads. I mean, it's how we pay the bills and it's, you know, it's how it works. So um, that helped big time. And then the other part of uh, our monetization strategy has been through merchandise sales. So mm. we got a trademark for Golfholics and then we went out and started producing hats and, and, you know, head covers and ball markers and a bunch of different products that we can sell. And we're, it's kind of, a, it's one of those things that like once you figure that stuff out it can it can be done kind of painlessly but in the beginning it was a lot of learning curves there just you know sourcing stuff on alibaba getting samples for some of the ball markers and then you know working with companies here in the u.s to get some of the higher quality products which of course are more expensive so trying to figure out kind of what what um dollar amounts people are willing to spend for for some of the stuff was definitely a big learning curve because i thought hey you know what if if the ball marker is 25 bucks and it's really high quality, people are going to buy it, but that's really not the case. They would rather buy one for seven bucks and they don't care if it came from China. So mm-hmm. just kind of the nature of the beast. Um, and now we have, we've kind of developed out a, a media kit that we're sending out to golf courses now. So this is kind of once we hit some level of scale, um, I think it made sense to do this. And so we, we created a media kit um, and we're actively approaching courses and basically selling ourselves saying, Hey, look, we're going to produce, you know, three really high quality videos. It's going to be seen by, you know, X number of people. Um, you're also going to get some love on Instagram and here's kind of what it comes with. And here's the sponsorship package. And we haven't sold any of those yet. This is, we just started doing this a few weeks ago. So I think you guys are going to kill it with that. Like, I think just watching your videos, I think that's going to be probably the big ticket item for you guys. I mean, you, you guys will probably get to travel around the world. Um, as, as your channel grows, knowing YouTube, like I do, if those courses are any way up to date with what's going on in the world they would be crazy because the the interaction that that they would get of of you know the the keyword and the seo juice like maybe right. talk on talk on that a little bit like what are you guys planning to do you're putting the media kit together uh you know what what are um, if you're willing to share like what are your pricing models for this and, and 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 what are you looking to do as far as the the content on youtube yeah i mean you know what it was really hard to figure out how to even price this stuff because there's no clear cut and dry way on how to how to, how to price yourself. I mean, I haven't been able to find any kind of templates. I, you know, the only the metrics that I have to go off of are CPM rates that, that YouTube gives you, which are fairly high for the golf niche. Um, and being in the online advertising space, I kind of have an idea of how media is bought online, but for video, it's different. You know, it's just these companies, especially, um, the golf space, which, you know, some of these courses tend to be a little bit more old school and how they're buying media and where they're spending money. So, it's it's kind of a mental shift that mental barrier i think that we need to break through in terms of selling them and showing them what we're doing so um you know we're we're putting together packages that are going to basically start at five thousand dollars like if you want to be a sponsor for a three course log um it's going to be five grand and you know you're going to get you're going to basically get over a hundred thousand views um within the first couple days but that's not really the focus the focus is that that video is going to live there forever Mm -hmm. um we did a video up at pebble beach and that video, it ranks, if you search Pebble Beach in YouTube, where we have like the first three videos in there and that gets searched, you know, a ton of, uh, a bunch of times. Um, a lot of people find the channel just simply through that video because it's such an iconic course and it's a public course. So people mm-hmm. are actively looking to kind of experience it before they go there and kind of get a layout of the course and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think for, our, you know, in terms of just like ranking and strategies, um, obviously focusing on courses that are, 
public and that are very popular is very high mm-hmm. on our on our list. So that's we're going up to Bandon Dunes next year. We're going to play all the courses up there because that's another one of those um, one of those spots where a lot of people are going to, and it's it's kind of like on the same level of Pebble in terms of you know people just want to get there and play it, and they're able to if they're willing to pay. So we want to show that experience, and and Bandon was super cool with us. They were like, yeah, we're going to give you guys you know, a complete discount on all this stuff and you come and stay at our resort. And, um, it's just one of the perks. And, you know, I think this goes back to like, don't start the channel to get the perks started because you're really passionate about it. So mm-hmm. these are things I think that are just coming as, you know, as a byproduct of the hard work and, you know, making these videos is, I mean, it's tough. Like I was sleeping like four or five hours a night at mm-hmm. times when trying to run my regular business and do this. And we just kept grinding it out. And I think, um, if you had the persistence, you can you can make this stuff work. Yeah, so. the the grind is real, and you can tell the people yeah. who are who are serious about it, and the people who aren't. Uh, you know, you go to right. your YouTube channel, y'all's logo looks on point, the branding is on point, um, the videos just progressively get better. One thing I like to do when I have a guest on is I I go to their videos and I sort it by oldest to newest, and I watch their oldest you know couple of videos, <laughs> and then I go and watch yeah. their most recent videos to kind of see their their production value and how it's uh, how it's improved. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those situations to where you guys are killing it. And I just, uh, I can't wait until, uh, I want you to do me a favor. I, when you guys sell your first $5,000 package, I want you to message me on Skype or something and be like, Hey, we did it. Uh, you know, we, we've did this thing. I really want to know when you guys, I'm just curious about that. Um, okay, let, let me ask, let me ask you this, Marco. Uh, what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? Man, that's a great question. Um, I think the monetization tip that we got was huge. I mean, we only found that out of, you know, three months ago, two months ago. So just literally like, Hey, go and insert some additional ads. If you're making longer videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, that was pivotal for us because it took us from making, uh, not making enough to hire an editor to making enough to hire an editor, which in turn is going to, you know, threefold what we can produce. Uh, because we have the videos and we're able to film the videos. I mean, that takes, you know, four to six hours to go out there and film a course vlog, but to actually edit them and, do all that part that's that's really where the big time suck is and to answer your question earlier about how to find an editor um what we did was we basically on our website put up a a job posting um wrote it up you know i went out and looked at other you know other examples of people that are looking for a youtube youtube editor and then just kind of modified it so i put it on our website and then i went and submitted it to on craigslist and a couple other job boards um and just let let them start piling up. Obviously we wanted to hire someone that was already a fan of the channel. That was the most ideal way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're still fairly small, so I didn't know if that was going to pan out, but it turns out that there was, uh, there was a gentleman here in San Diego that loved the channel. He was young, he was available and he had some experience with editing, but was, it was coachable, you know, and I, I wanted to find someone that I could sit down and I could just kind of show them how we do everything and, and, you know, work with them to, to teach them as well. I wasn't looking for someone that's, you know, had 20 years experience because obviously that's more expensive sure. and <laughs> sometimes they have some, some habits that aren't great. So it worked out and he's, he's been doing a great job for us and it's been, it's been huge. Are there any tools that you guys use? Like talk about the tricks of the trade, um, like the cameras, the gimbals, the software that you're using, like what, what goes into the production of all this stuff? Like what are some, some cool uh, tech that you're using yeah. to get this stuff done? Yeah, it's funny. People always ask about the gear, and it's. Uh, I always tell people it's it's about the artist, not not the paintbrush. But 
the gear the gear matters i mean it really does um so we use the panasonic uh, uh gh5 we have two of those uh, those are our primary kind of vlogging cameras if you will uh, both have dead cats like i mentioned on the microphone to you know to to kill that wind noise um, and then the gimbal that we're using is like a Zion, I think it's a Zion crane gimbal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got the gimbal pretty early on. Yeah, it's, they're awesome. And it's things a workhorse. I mean, the battery can last for, I think like 15 hours. Um, I'm kind of OCD, so I, I charge everything before every time we go out, but it's kind of nice knowing that you can have enough juice in there to, to play a couple rounds. If, if you forget, um, for the drone Phantom four pro, uh, I've been using that bad boy for a couple of years now and absolutely love it. It's, it's kind of a beast to travel with. Um, but, you know, it gets shots. And, and really, the reason that I hung on to the Phantom 4 and haven't moved to one of the smaller drones like the Mavic Pro mm-hmm. is because of the wind. Like, we played out in Hawaii, and it was 35, 40 mile an hour winds. So I took that thing up in the air. It just lit up like a Christmas tree. It said, land it, land it, land it. And I was like, no, nah, I got to go get the shot. So <laughs> you just go out there. You, you got to take some risks sometimes. And that's that's also part of it. You know, it's like understand that there's going to be times where you, you kind of have to make a decision on whether you're going to do it or not and, you know, just go for it. And, you know, we go for it, but we're flying over a golf course. We're not flying over people. So it's, you know, I try right. to find really good spots to, to launch from where I'm not going to, there's no chance of it landing on someone's head. Sure. Um, and on that line, make sure you get insurance. So we have insurance uh, for the business. So we're, you're, you know, if anything does happen, God forbid someone gets hit by a golf ball out there that we're playing with or drone crashes on someone, we're covered. So little things like that i mean being a business owner i know that all those things are critical because you just you, you got to protect you know you got to protect the company and yourself so do all that little stuff when you get started if you're serious about doing this business and that way it gives you peace of mind when you know when you get rocking well uh, that, that's so cool to hear all that that you just said because i i actually i do wedding videography and and when we when we changed over to the mavic pro it was a huge difference because number one the sound is a lot quieter so when you're flying over ceremonies it makes it much better and then also in the wind when you get out you know on on site like we did one in south carolina this summer and it just happened to be extremely windy and i remember thinking i told my brother-in-law who flies the drone for me i said man i I don't know if we we can we can do this right now and we took that little mavic pro up there man it was a champion it just kind of cut through the wind it was awesome um well that's cool i i love hearing about i'm a tech head and so i love hearing about what people are using to get the job done uh what would be one piece of advice that you would give someone starting out on youtube or looking to grow their youtube channel just decide if it, it, you know, early on, decide if you're like, you're going to put 110% into it. I don't think that it's going to be, you know, that you're going to really get to that, that next level if you're not 100% committed. So um, I've always been, I've always just thought about things before getting into them. Like I wanted to be 110% committed before I got into it. And if you go in there with that conviction, like you're just going to make it happen, no matter what barriers arise, you're mm-hmm. going to succeed. So have that conversation with yourself. Don't just kind of like go in there and you know, I'll just kind of see where it goes this and that. Like that's okay with some things, but if you're really passionate about it and you feel like it's it's the right thing to do and this is the direction you want to go with your life, then just commit 100% and and you'll knock it out of the park. And I'll give another one too, which is do collaborations. Because collaborations are probably mm-hmm. the most pivotal things that have helped us leapfrog, you know, from 5,000 to 10,000. So we did a lot of collaborations with people in the space and we started engaging with them early on letting them you know just letting them know who we are sending them emails even though we didn't get responses in the beginning just put that work in with the people that you want to eventually collaborate with and as you build your brand they'll keep an eye on you and eventually the, the doors will open
Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Now, you obviously have a partner in this, uh, which I'm sure is very helpful, yep. and, and this question will probably be different for you because some of the things that you're good at, he's probably not so good at and vice versa. And so let's talk about your strengths and weaknesses as a creator. What do you do well? What do you do not so well? Yeah, so I'm, I'm good on the technical stuff. Um, I'm good on you know, flying the drone, getting the shots, finding the angles, um, you know, executing on, on the on the production side of it, you know, editing, hiring people, making all that stuff happen. And he's really good on the people side of it. So he, he he's really well with the out with the outreach to people to collaborate with or reaching out to the golf courses, really selling our, ourselves. And he's a he, even more personable guy than myself. So um, it works really well because I'm an introvert. Like I, yeah. I kind of like to just hide behind the computer and nerd out on this stuff. And I love creating something that's um, that captivates people. Um, but he's really good on camera, um, and I think he's he's good at just connecting with people from all walks of life. Right, right, awesome. Yeah, it's 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 cool being able to lean on someone else. I know, in, in like I was talking about my wedding videography business. You know, I have you know my brother in laws you know really good at the audio side, and so I kind of lean right. on him. And I'm more you know do do a lot of the video, the handheld, the editing stuff like that. And so it's it's good to have people who who are good at things that, that that you're not good at. Uh, yeah. the, the 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 last question I want to ask you is this: What is next for Golf Holics and the YouTube channel, and for you and Mike? Like, what are you guys looking to do short term and long term? Yeah, so short term, um, we have some awesome collaborations planned. We're going out to Arizona this. Uh, we're leaving this Sunday. Actually, we're you know collabing with Paige Frenick and some other people out there who are who are you know big influencers in the golf space. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to continue to do that. We're going to the PGA Show. We're actually in talks right now with the PGA Tour to do some stuff with them. Um, so there's some exciting kind of things on the horizon, but they're very in the very early stages. Nothing's really detailed out but the conversations are started which is you know how all this stuff gets going and then kind of thinking long term um we do plan to build out a subscription-based website where we're going to put additional content behind it there's going to be more behind the scenes more course blogs just uh additional content more lesson type content as well which a lot of people have asked for so we want to build this into into a business like i mentioned so um i have a buddy here in san diego sprinkling the how-to content kind of within what you guys already do with the course vlogs would be awesome. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a, it's a great marriage and uh, just kind of makes sense for us. And I think there's a way that we're going to be able to tie it all together and, you know, still keep it on YouTube, but also give us the opportunity to uh, really build a business around it through, through another channel where we have a little bit more control. Sweet. Awesome, man. Well, listen, Marco, this has been an awesome conversation. I love what you guys have going on. Can you let my audience know where they can get in touch with you? Absolutely, Dusty. Uh, you guys can find us on golfholics.com or just go on YouTube and search for Golfholics. We're also on Instagram and on Twitter. We'd love to connect with you guys if you have any interest in golf or just you know want to stop by and say hi. We're pretty much an open book, so you guys can reach out to us. We respond to a lot of comments, and if you send us an email, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a response. So we'd love to connect with you, and uh, hopefully you guys are having a good day. And Dusty, I really appreciate the time, my friend. Nope, absolutely. This has been an absolute blast to uh, to chat with you about kind of what you have going on. Keep, keep doing your thing, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.